This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Mark Ginty and Jamie Wall joining us this morning. Of course, both have been on the panel previously. They were very good. That's why we, uh, we asked them back. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to both of them on the subjects that we've singled out today. Mark Ginty, first of all, uh, you have uh, been uh, following the Black Caps on the road uh, overseas for a number of years now. Uh, it seems uh, like forever, I'm sure it does to you, but uh, how does this uh, affect you? As uh, uh, First of all, were you looking at going to Bangladesh uh, and Pakistan, or were you going to uh, sort of cover those from afar? Yeah, morning, Smithy. Yeah, it does feel like forever sometimes, but um, no, I wasn't going to be going. Um, we kind of touring has, has been put on hold in the, in the COVID era and also financial <laughs> um, ramifications and, and things like that. So no, we've been... I've, become accustomed to covering the black caps from afar which is good and bad um yeah it's a, that's a tricky one um in terms of bangladesh it looks like they're going to be going um as planned monday night um and and then play five t20s and then on to pakistan but that, that has a little asterisk beside it now and i think the big uncertainty is that um that no one really knows what the situation is over there and that's why they're sending rich dickerson who's a who's a uh, former tough former detective from Australia who, who knows that part of the world inside out, has been with the Black Caps before when things have gone haywire over there, notably in 2002 when the, the bomb went off across the road. Um, so he he knows exactly what's going on. He's going to have a, a look next week, um, as they always do before that, uh, tours, um, and just check it out. I, I, it's, it's really, it's probably 50-50 at the moment. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe just back them going. Um, they may still continue on, but uh, with the Afghanistan situation, no one really knows how dangerous and whether there's going to be more of a security risk over there. So he'll sort that out and report back to New Zealand Cricket and the Players Association and hopefully ease some players' minds. But if not, they they may not be going. So it's just a, a wait and see at the moment. Jamie Wall is with us as well. Had the pleasure of meeting Jamie in person uh, the other night at Eden Park, which was uh, great. Jamie, uh, look, we, we as journalists I, I, and, and sporting people, we tend to get a bit insular and a bit selfish about things, and we get most disappointed when uh, things like lockdown happen and sporting events get uh, curtailed uh, or one way or another. Uh, so here we are uh, looking at uh, maybe a really disrupted uh, MPC Farah Palmer Cup competition uh, which I suppose, selfishly looking on, um, you know, is a disappointing thing. But logistically, now all of a sudden, it becomes um, a, a hell of a different proposition, doesn't it? Yeah. Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, absolutely, it does. Um, I, I guess 
the one thing we can uh, take out of is we, we have kind of been through this before, so there is a bit of a blueprint um, to work with and also a way of saying, well, what worked last time and uh, what could work better this time. Um, obviously, with the EPC and the FPC, uh, like, <clears throat> it is obviously going to affect this weekend, um, but uh, I think, and with no disrespect to that level of rugby, it is the one competition that probably could condense uh, quite heavily um, if they needed to in, in, the, in the back end of the season. Uh, if you remember, it wasn't that long ago that they were playing, you know, three games a week. Um, so that can probably be done again to sort of catch up. If, if hopefully, if this uh, situation um, doesn't drag on, um, but of course, you know, we we don't know how long this is going to go for. So uh, I guess we're all in the same boat. And like Mark said before, we just don't know uh, what's happening in Afghanistan. And we we don't know what's happening with lockdown right now. It's only been one day. So yeah, fingers crossed. Jamie, what we do know is uh, not. Not enough people, I believe, anyway, turned up to Eden Park for Bledisloe Cup number two. We've heard Mark Robertson, uh, Mark Robinson, the CEO of New Zealand Rugby, saying how he was pretty happy with the, with the crowd. Uh, I'm not sure he'd be totally happy with it. Would it is he just sort of pumping up the tyres a wee bit there? Ah, uh, yeah, I think he's talking out his ass here a bit. Um, I, I, I can't see how you'd be happy at all with that, even if they did make money. Um, it's the optics of the whole thing that concerns me. Um, it's the fact that, uh, you know, it's generally regarded as being the All Blacks' last home test uh, for quite a while, um, you know, well into next season. Um, and there was still just a bunch of empty seats. And that's a brand that New Zealand Rugby have been telling us as a global leader in sports. And if it can't even sell out a, a stadium in its own home country, and if it hasn't sold out a test in its own home country since before the World Cup, well, I mean, what's going on there? Really, I, I, I think that some really hard questions need to be asked about the way that NZR are engaging with their fans and the people they expect to pay those sort of ticket prices. I mean, I, I can see why they charge that much. I mean, yeah, obviously they have to try and make money out of it, but they have to give something back um, uh, to the fans. The game day experience at the moment is like really, they're only really putting on a game of rugby out there and they need to look at how they're going to get uh, younger people engage um, and convince the parents to give that sort of money over to uh, bring bring all those sort of kids along. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a tough one, but <clears throat> I hope they're having a review of this uh, because it's a really really bad look. It is. Um, the other thing, uh, just before we go to the news, Jamie, uh, you might like to comment on this. Uh, I guess RTS is. Uh, return to rugby, the, the much-awaited debut for Auckland, Roger Tuivasa-Shek is on hold as well now. Yeah, he's probably wishing he stayed put um, where he was because it looks like it might be a while before he gets to touch rugby ball again. Um, yeah, it's a real shame. Um, this, this Saturday was looking like um, it could have provided Auckland with probably a bit of a bigger crowd than they usually would have got, speaking of crowds. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Um Hopefully he does get to have a run uh, during the NPC. Hopefully this, this situation resolves itself in time for him to have a go because this was, this was going to really give us a chance to see you know, what he was capable of and build up a bit of hype for, um, for the Blues for next year. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't get to have a go, but, um, you know, it would have been nice because it would have put a few more bums on seats in a competition that yeah. badly needs him as well. Yeah, interesting thoughts there from uh, Jamie Wall and Mark Ginty. We're going into the news now. Uh, when we come back, Ginty, I'm going to ask you uh, uh, about 
Bondi back in the fold um, and just what kind of news you, you, you think that is. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Uh, 10.33 here on SENZ. We're slapped down in the middle of the panel this morning with uh, Jamie Wall and Mark Geenty. Uh Mark uh, spoke to Bondi, Shane Bond, a little bit earlier this morning. Uh, happy to be back in the fold. Relishes the opportunity to work with that uh, bowling squad that he's got now. Uh, that can only be good news, and long may he stay, I feel. Yeah, I agree. No, it's great to see him back. He's a, yeah, I like many people, I'm a big, big fan of Bondi just for what he did on the field and also... The, the intel and the um, just all the expertise he, he brings um, and knowledge of fast bowling and just cricket in general. I mean, he's he's made his name as a coach, as a bowling coach at Mumbai Indians and also as a head coach at Sydney Thunder. And, um, uh, you know, players speak highly of him. He, he demands excellence. He's no-nonsense in a way, but um, players listen to him. And I think the, the, the big thing for New Zealand cricket is bringing in a guy who's Kind of bring some inside word and intel on the other IPL players and Indian players, and um, I mean they're going to play India in that second game of the 2020 World Cup. So he's working alongside the likes of Jazz Preet Bumrah at Mumbai, and um, you know scouting batsmen and things like that. So he's not only is his bowling expertise going to help, but he's going to bring some really good uh, insight into into the opposition they're likely to face and scouting plans, you know, plans to batsmen. Um, bowling plans and, and also how, how how the batsmen can handle the likes of Bumrah when they're out there. So um, that IPL is looking like it's going to be a bit disruptive to to the Black Caps build-up, but it may be the best thing that's happened because you've got pretty much all your star players plus one of your main coaches working there, playing on the pitches that they're going to play at at the T20 World Cup. So um, yeah, great to see him back, and, and I agree. You know, long may it continue. Uh, Phyllis, here's a, a curly one. I'll start with you, Gents, because you're uh, a Wellingtonian and you, you would have had your finger on the pulse of this thing. Troy Balker, of course, uh, was uh, the outspoken uh, gentleman who was a shareholder in the Hurricane since being bought out, so it's come to uh, the end that everyone predicted it would do. I, I just wonder, though, um, is TJ Perinara uh, running the risk of being just a little bit too vocal in um, non-playing of rugby areas? and perhaps getting too political? Is there a danger there, or is that fair enough in this day and age? Yeah, that is a curly one. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's, it's tricky at the It's a tricky situation, isn't it? I mean, like you say, it's, it's, um, people have their opinions uh, in this day and age, and their opinions are a lot more easily and quickly expressed, perhaps without thought, or um, and, and it gets to a wide number of people, particularly through social media and things. So, um, yeah, I... I think Perinara had a right to say what he did because he feels strongly about that subject. Um, he has spoken about it publicly before, so I I, I, I kind of admire him for speaking up uh, for something he's passionate about, even if it is against someone who who has put money into his his professional franchise team. Uh, it was it was just an unfortunate situation. I think uh, you know you've got. People with strong views, Troy Back has strong views. He's not backing down. Um, was he racist? Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 a, it's a can of worms in, in a way. On I yeah, I, I think the right decision has has the right result has happened. Um, whether by coincidence or not, that Bowker was saying that he was going to step out of out of the ownership as of the end of this month. Someone else may come in, may not come in, but um, I think I think Perinara 
would have, you know, would have, would have almost been a disservice to his his team and himself not to speak up because he has got form in that regard in terms of speaking out against uh, perceived, uh, you know, what, what he sees as wrong. Um, so that that was good. I mean, it played out uh, quite dramatically. Um, but um, now I think everyone can move on, and, and, and TJ has made a statement, and, and I'm sure he probably had a lot of support from within, well, he did have a lot of support from within his team as well. Jamie Wall, uh, it used to be a day where administ- administrators administered, players played. Is that changing uh, on the evidence of this sort of thing? Oh, well, I, I think, um, you know, I echo what, what Mark said. I think... Uh, you know, TJ's been vocal about this sort of stuff in the past, so for him not to say anything probably would have been greeted with more surprise than if he did. Um, I think if he hadn't said anything, the same result would have would have uh, come about um, because uh, because of the backlash that that, that it elicited from the, from the public. Um, however, you know, I think that players having uh, expressing their opinions. Um, is, is, is a really complicated um, subject. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you want people to be able to just say what they think and, and everything, as long as it's in a measured, measured way. And uh, I think that had Troy Bowker not said what he said first, then we wouldn't have heard from TJ in the first place. So it's a real sort of balancing act. Um, in terms of administrators administering, yes, I would, I would love for them to just sit in the background and do just that. Um, the more that they become prominent, the more... Uh, the easier it is for the media to kind of pick apart uh, the way that they go go about doing things. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like what what TJ had to say. A lot of people look up to him, um, and a lot of people share his views. Uh, so, so there's no no complaints with me on on that one. But uh, you know, in the age of social media, you know, this is what's going to happen. Um, you know, Troy Backer's comments came out because of a LinkedIn post, and TJ's response came about because of a Twitter uh, a tweet. Um, so that's just the way the world is now. So I think we all we all ought to just get used to it. Jamie, just uh, one final thing from you in particular. Tana stepped away from the Blues to do some family stuff. Uh, is that the last uh, we'll see of Tana, or you think just a temporary thing? If you read between the lines, it's kind of hard to see it not being his kind of moonwalk out the door. Um, you know, he he came back to New Zealand and was head coach, and then took a role as an assistant coach and so now this stepping away completely it just seems like he sort of had a plan to sort of quietly usher himself out um, of this of this role um, perhaps you know he just felt that coaching sort of had given him everything he wanted and now it was time to sort of step away so uh, the coaching gig uh, in rugby professional rugby is something that it's once you get off that that wheel it's pretty hard to get back on um, so you know I, I wish him Wish him the best uh, for what it, what he's doing now, and um, you know perhaps um, his story of 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 his time in coaching is going to be quite a fascinating one when he decides to sit down and really have a good chat with someone about it. So I look forward to that. Uh, I look forward to you guys being back on the panel at some stage as well. Mark Genty, Jamie Wall, thanks very much for your uh, informed insights. There we'll have uh, another panel at uh, the same time tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, really uh, good to. Get those guys who genuinely do have their fingers on the pulse and uh, across most things in sport, uh, even in uh, these changing times. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91